This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No holes barred. Hey Victoria, how are you? Oh, I love that. A little musical intro for me. Um, Thank you, Laura. I am fine. There you go. Wow. We could just do the whole podcast like that, couldn't we? Well, yeah. (laughs) Don't think anyone would listen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they'd be stop listening right now. Turn it off. (laughs) How are you? All right. I had a little uh, massage earlier. Oh, no. I'm so fucking jealous. Tell me about it. Lubricated. Uh, I just feel very, you know, like I could face plant the table right in front of me right now, like chilled. How are you, mate? How are you? I'm okay. I am, as always, just so confused by what day of the week is. I'm just confused about life at the moment. There's no yes. structure, is there? There's no, I don't feel like there's, I mean, your kids are back at school, but I don't feel like there's any distinction between the days of the week or the weekend or anything. It's all just one long, continuous bleh. I don't just think? don't know my ass from my fucking elbow. Me but then neither. I don't I didn't I didn't before. No, it's just uh maybe just 2020's bet- been an absolute cunt, hasn't it? So. I've not shaved my in fact I have shaved. I shaved my whole goddamn body last night uh in preparation for today. So did uh, you? I did. Everything came off. Oh, apart from vagina hair, obviously. She didn't touch my vagina. That's not the same kind of massage. So wait, wait a minute, you had a wax? Okay. No, 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 no. My vagina hair stayed on. Can you real stop he- vagina hair? <laughs> real heavy emphasis on the vag hair. So bikini, <laughs> bikini line stayed. I see. So you were you did a defuzz in preparation for the for the massage therapist. Yeah. Well, it was bad yesterday. I actually clogged the bath as it tried to drain. Oh, how many razors did you get through? <laughs> well, I've blunted one because I only had one <laughs> left. So you know when you use a blunt razor and then you're like really giving it stats. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah, and I've now got the the aftermath of the blunt shaving rash. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> so when you say you didn't do your bikini, did you do the sides, like the sideburns? Or oh, I just... had to do the sides and the, the bit sides. that starts, that it seems to be growing out of my ass cheeks as well. I had to do that bit too. <laughs> I'm basically normal. getting a hairy arse. I refer to that as my bum rat. <laughs> That's what I like to call that little fella. <laughs> it's like rolling rat, isn't it? Hello, I'm back. 
yeah Delightful. do you not think this is a perfect little introduction into this week's episode it's almost as if we prepared this subject I know, this but week we actually but we hadn't prepared for this discussion so that's why no. i'm so like buzzing right now that we just rolled on in so yeah that is our topic this week isn't it you hairy you hairless i mean I'm a hairless in fact rat. i'm furious you should be hairy to be a part of this conversation and now i should be shouldn't i my minge is still hairy does that count uh yeah i'll accept so we're going to be yeah. talking about body hair we've all got it yeah I, I think the majority of us females remove it in some yeah. shape or form some and some don't some don't but the majority do um because we're all conditioned by the patriarchy to conform to a beauty standard. Take it down that route. Take it down that fucking route. Men! Um, Yeah, we're going to be talking about that quite a bit today, actually, because I have got some hairy facts, hairy facts. Everybody wants those hairy facts. Um, I definitely need to come up with a little theme tune bit for that. I have to say that was one of my favourites. I was actually drinking my head to it, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, what? I feel pumped. I feel so... So pumped right now. Should we just start with a, ease ourselves in with a few little hairy facts about the human body? I would love a hairy human fact. Um, okay, let's see if you can get, guess this. How many hair follicles do you think there are on the human body? Oh, shitty death. That's got to be like a billion. Have I oh, gone I, way over here? Yeah, rain it in. Rain okay. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> okay, rain it in. Um, 125,000? Boom, just straight off the bat there. Yeah, I know. That was very that precise. Was very precise. Um, five million <gasps> hair oh, follicles. Oh, I wasn't fucking far off with a billion. No, wait a minute. Isn't a billion a hundred million? Yeah, so I was only 50 million out. You got it. <laughs> Hang on, how many did you say? Five million. Oh, you said 50 million? <laughs> no, five million. Five it's million. Only, it's always there. It's always there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so five million hair follicles on the human body. Every single part of us has hair on it, even if you can't see it, which is pretty incredible, really. Um, how many of those hairs do you reckon are on your head? Um, 500,000. <laughs> no, a lot less. A hundred thousand. Oh, and before it said 125. I know, so I was going to say hairs. you were quite close to that. That's a lot of hair everywhere else, it, isn't it? It is a lot of hair, yeah. Um, I think I probably have around a million hair follicles on my legs alone. I think five million across my body. Uh, 4.9 million of those are on my vulva. And um, I can definitely confirm that 10 of them grow up my belly button down to my bikini line. In one straight line. So pregnancy fucks with everything, as we know. But one of the things that it messes with is your production of um, androgens, which are like the estrogen and the testosterone. So you produce loads more testosterone. So it makes hair grow in all sorts of weird, wonderful places. But my entire belly got like this like downy fur on it it was really fucking weird and then obviously when it then became massive it was literally like i had a massive testicle attached to me so was it proper long hair it was just fuzz it was total fuzz and it was all over it like you could if i stood in the light <laughs> it just wow. lit up you sound like, so beautiful no. it was <laughs> delightful your testicle uh, pregnant belly is effectively what happened on my chin and neck when i was pregnant with toby really yeah wanker Bollocks. isn't it did you have good hair though like on your head because my hair was amazing when i was pregnant yeah but then i have pretty good hair post-pregnancy all right <laughs> 
but like yeah it was really full I guess um but I have obviously really 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 gray hair so I'm always coloring it so I never look at it like oh my god I'm just so lucky at the full head of hair that I've got because right. I was always having to color it how long have you colored your hair for since I was 15 wow really that's when I started going grey, yeah. Fucking tough paper round, mate. Yeah, that's hard when you're that young. Yeah, it is when people are like, oh my God, Laura, why have you got that growing out of your hair? What colour is that? Is that blonde? It's like, no, it's fucking grey. It's like my nan. Uh, so yeah, I, I went grey really young. I'm now like completely grey. Uh, and that's an, it's another thing if like when men go grey it's distinguished when yeah. women go grey it's fucking haggard so yeah I, I know like what you mean because I like the colour black so there are there are what about um oh what's her name Caitlin Moran she's got that really cool bit of grey in her hair hasn't she yeah. in her fringe that looks amazing I love that yeah. uh, Rob's pretty much completely grey now too is he yeah he was going grey when I met him um, just a little bit of the old salt just finished pepper. I finished it. It's the kids. It's the fucking kids. Definitely. I went great. Like the last part of the greyness of my hair almost happened overnight after I had Toby. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you'll ever relinquish the hair dye and just let it go like no. natural? No, really? No, I, I don't. There's some people that like really pull it off and I yeah. would just look like that batshit crazy lady that lives four doors down that grabs everyone's free newspapers outside and throws them in the road. Like that's what I'd look like. <laughs> You'd be like the little lady that lives in the dump in Labyrinth. <laughs> I, that's a hunt. That's What's exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly who I would be. Yeah. Um, I have so I, much to look forward to in old age. I've like, I mean, I'm the opposite. You're gonna hate me. I think I've done natural hair, hair colour. Yeah, it is. Um, but being a ginger comes with its own downsides, you know. Like having ginger pubes was a major worry for me when I was a teenager before I got intimate. Because um, I just thought, oh my god, they're so ginger. They're just gonna. They're, are they as bright season. as they are on your head? They're fucking ten times brighter. <laughs> Why do I Seriously, find that mate. funny? Because it looks like a Belisha beacon. <laughs> Often, if I'm naked, Rob will walk into the room and be like, oh, fucking hell, put that away. My, you're hurting my eyes. He's such a little cunt. <laughs> but they are so I've bright. I've got bald patches in my bikini line, though. I think that's stress alopecia of my vagina. Really? Yeah, so I've got like a little bald patch, which is just beautiful. Are, you, are your pubes the same colour as the hair on your head? No, they're not grey. No, they're black. See, that is just nature's way of just giving you a little finger in it and going, fuck it's you, It's nature's bitch. way of saying, fuck you. Yeah, so <laughs> if, if I could transfer what was on my minge to my head, I'd be happy, but there's not a lot of coverage there. I've got quite a big head, so I'm thinking... It looked like someone's just blown some pubes onto a light bulb. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of wisps. <laughs> Get the prick stick out. You can join me in my craft project. <laughs> Just on your head, which is slightly more devastating. It is slightly more devastating. So yeah, I'll keep the grey full head of hair that I've got at the moment and just keep colouring it every two fucking weeks. Do you remember the first time that you shaved? Yes, I do. Really traumatic, actually. Uh, My nan, who had a razor, which I believe probably dated back to the (laughs) 1980s, the 1800s, she... um, she had a razor, had no fucking guard on it. It was a thick, heavy metal razor with one single blade. Oh, and God. I remember being sat on my nan's toilet having a shit and I must have been about eight. And I'd seen my sister shave, I'd seen my mum shave. And I thought, fuck it, I'm going to give it a go. One single touch of it on my skin and I, it sliced clean open. Oh my I'm God. Like, fucking hell, nan, do you actually slit throats with this? So <laughs> I then had to like, st- and it bled a lot as well. So I had to try and stop the bleeding 
because I knew my nan would bollock me for touching her fucking death throat razor. <laughs> so yeah, that's my first wonderful, precious memory of shaving. What about yours? Um, I think I was probably about 11 and I had seen my mum shave as well. And I did it and it was all fun. I mean, I did it totally dry because I didn't ask for any you know, oh, advice or done anything. done that before. <gasps> oh God. So did it dry shave and then because there was loads of hair in the razor I used my thumb to wipe the hair off and like you it just slipped my thumb in in half pretty much it was like how am I fucking god and obviously I didn't want to tell my mum what I'd done but then because I was kind of bleeding out <laughs> by your thumb by my thumb I was like oh shit I gotta have to tell my mom. and then she was just really annoyed at me it was like well you're too young to be shaving what I didn't shave about? my legs. I know. It's not 1922. Oh, yeah. My mum my at 13, not at 13, when I was 13, she was like, oh, you're not to shave your legs yet, Laura. You're, you're too young. And I'm like, really, mum? Because I fucking look like the abominable snowman right now. And everyone but else is doing it them. too, aren't they? It's like, I would wear tights in the summer and I would be baking. They'd be like, Laura, take the tights off. I'm like, no, I'm all right, thanks. I'm actually quite, <laughs> I quite actually cold. physically quite cold in this 32 degree heat with my fucking knitted woolen thick. <laughs> black tights <laughs> wasn't that just your like her you weren't that, actually wearing <laughs> i didn't tights. even need the th- yeah. <laughs> um earlier when i put out the um question to our audience about can you share some hairy stories um i i mentioned that when i was younger i used to not shave as kind of like a pre-date preparation right so that i could abstain from having sex with them it was sort of like incentive you know like well I really like them. I'm going on a date, but I'm going to be sensible. And if I keep my fanny huge and hairy, then I won't do it because I'll just be too mortified to get it out. That never fucking worked ever. <laughs> because one drink in, and I'm like, oh, hello. Just look at my hairy binge. <laughs> they don't even have to ask. I'm like, do you want to see a, a spectacular hairy marvel? <laughs> um, but a couple of times when even if I've not been on a date and I've met someone and it's all sort of ended up looking like um, he's going to penetrate me. And I've ended back at his house and been like, Oh, fucking hell. I'm so hairy. And then had to do like a mad panicked scrabble in their bathroom, trying to find a razor, just any old fucking razor. Can you razor. imagine when they then go to shave their face? Oh, like, no. Why is there a ginger pube in here? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this razor broken in half? <laughs> When I was scrabbling around in the bathroom, there was one place in particular where that was all I could find and it was so rusty and just shit. It looked like it hadn't been used for years and I thought, I'm definitely going to get hepatitis B. (laughs) (laughs) But fuck it, it's worth it. And there wasn't any soap or anything. I mean, who was this man? Because... (laughs) You should not have been having no sex soap like, and a rusty old razor. It's like, this is the danger zone. (laughs) (laughs) Was it Rob? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I thought you might be interested to know where our obsession with hair removal as women comes from. Oh, I'd love it. I mean, obviously, it's going to make you so angry. I know. I know it will. I can already feel it bubbling in my soul. So this is from a survey that was done in the UK between 2016 to 2019. It kind of shows a little bit of a difference between men and women in terms of hair removal. So 1.1 million women use hair removal products once a day or <gasps> more or more on what I, exactly. va- there would be no skin left on your fucking vagina i know or i don't understand what that stat is armpits to be fair my armpit hair it's like it it 
it is never not growing. It's continually yeah. me, me, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what my hair does. It's that it's making that noise because it's like the alive. I can shave mine in the morning, and they've started to grow back by the evening. Yeah. Oh, mate, mine is. I've shaved mine in the morning. I've gone downstairs to grab a glass of fucking water, and it is growing back already. <laughs> it's so fucking annoying. Yeah. It's so annoying. And yet, I genuinely think that if I were to leave my hair like Steve doesn't shave his armpits if I were to leave my hair like that it'd be like fucking Rapunzel it wouldn't I stop I know but that's because we fucked it so I if know, we, we if you think right up the arsehole if you just left it if you'd never done it from when you were a teenager um, I don't that. remember having really hairy armpits anyway do you? yeah oh do you? I kind of yeah, remember having like a bit of a whisk most of my life <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you need some therapy for it the struggle's been real for my whole I've, t- I've told you that I have pubes growing down the backs of my legs, so. <laughs> and I've been grey since I was 15. Hair is a real issue for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how much do you reckon? I mean, I think we've spoken about this before. We don't go professional wax, do we? We're not. No, no. Um, I mean, I used to get my bikini line waxed. Did you get li- your lips waxed as well or just the outer? No, it was just the outer. I never did... Uh, Hollywood I'd go sort of Brazilian but not too crazy I just liked it to look kind of you know the shape of your <laughs> pubic area is sort of triangular isn't it really that's kind of what I do that's where yeah. I like it yeah I don't like the idea of it being completely bald I'd feel like makes... mine looked depressed if I shaved it mine looks cold cold yeah, like, alone where's my hat <laughs> yeah <laughs> There's that book. My hat is gone. Have you seen it? No. My funny hair is gone. Where is it? Is it under here? No. Um, I'm very. Uh, I've got uh, one of my followers uh, who I love, who just always sends me really hilarious messages. She's a beautician, and we had a little chat before um, I record. Before we recorded today, just talking about. I asked her what's more popular, Hollywood or Brazilian, and she said it's pretty fifty-fifty. Wow. I thought it would be, you said, if anything, it's more towards the Brazilian side, but it is, you know. It's the Hollywood was really, the really popular about sort of 10, 15 years ago, wasn't it? It was all about being hairless. And now I think it is more about having a bit of something down there. So I know as well when they do the Hollywood, they do your bum hole, don't they? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. But that, I can't, I can't get my head around that. Imagine Just... if they, like, if, oh, what, if they, yeah. what if they tore and they actually pulled out like a pile from your bum hole? Oh, well, she said she's seen it all. She said she's seen piles. Oh, I can imagine. Seen, like, hideous Who the fuck goes holes? to a beautician to have a wax and have piles? Though? I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. Sweet baby Jesus and the orphans. No. no. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> Um, so I, bad. my uh my mum's beautician uh, we, we were chatting to her and I, I asked her I was like what's the worst thing that you've ever seen she said someone came in to have a Hollywood and then they bent over and they had a little poo nugget still stuck <laughs> <in their bum."> <laughs> <laughs> oh dear she's like I'm not sure if I should be telling you that I was like you absolutely should be telling me that because oh my god hilarious. I'm so pleased they did tell you <laughs> How embarrassing to be like, you have to go to the bathroom and wipe your bottom, please. Yeah, but did, I you said, did dirty you say boy, you dirty girl, you didn't wipe properly. <laughs> you would make sure, if you, were, if you knew that you were spreading your cheeks yeah. and someone was going to be fingering your arsehole, essentially, yeah. with hot wax, you would check there was no clangers. <laughs> clangers? <laughs> 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 
Yeah. When I went for my back massage today, my back massage, she's not anywhere near my crack or arsehole. Am I still worried about the fact that I might have wiped shit up my back? And it's like, Laura, you've never done that in your life. Even when you've had chronic diarrhea, have you ever wiped shit up your back? So why would that happen now? And that thought pops into my head at the exact moment when she tells me to roll over so that she can see my back and think, please don't be shit on there. Please don't be shit on there. Who does that? There's some shit on my back. Oh, lucky for you, you got your old trusty friend, the Fanny Flannel. Did you give yourself a little douse before you went out? I am being a lot more um, loosely... I am using the Fanny Flannel much less. Really? After our chat? Well, now that you've shamed me into submission... No, I, I think that uh, it's, it's such an impossible uh, piece of equipment to dry out effectively without the yeah. rotten smell of, of old minge. dirty water and minge <laughs> and bumhole. So um, they are being used less and I am standing at the sink of an evening and dousing my vagina with water. Well done. Thank Saving you. the environment. Am I saying that? Probably not, the mate, environment. Probably not. Probably polluting the water. Fucking water. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um so going back to some uh, the point of how much money do we spend on hair removal so on average this is if you do private waxes not pri- not like private waxes like a private dance private Ra- ra- yeah waxes. rather than public waxing where you go down the market on a saturday <laughs> yeah. well i love i love my sack back and crack done. sack back and crack <laughs> um so women who go to the beautician and you know because it's expensive too it's oh yeah what, anywhere between 30 to 50 quid depending on where you go Mm-hmm. Um, spend an average of £23,000 over a lifetime getting their hair removed. Per person? Per woman, yeah. I'm saving think... an absolute tonne with my £1 razors, mate. <laughs> I might not have any skin left. Yeah, in but, my uh, lifetime, I'll probably have spent 12 quid, but I'll oh, fucking hell. About 23 grand's in my pocket, love. <laughs> You've got the fanny of an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> so then, just uh, so it's like a little counter um fact for you so male hair removal so it's talking about hair removal from the chest so it rose from 15 percent of men in 2016 having it done to 30 percent by 2018 um getting their chest hair waxed off and then this one's even more surprising same group of men their underarm uh, or underarm hair removal rose from 16 percent in 2016 to 42 percent in 2018 that's a massive jump. So hang on a minute. So you're telling me that that's the male statistic of man, male hair waxing of the armpit? Yeah, it's risen by a huge amount in Fucking the space that of two really... years. I don't know. I like Steve with a hairy armpit and I don't know why. I, know. I can't say I fondle it or touch it or smell it, but I don't know. I, I'm, but then like m- m- guys that are weightlifters and stuff, they have to be like a hairless goose, don't they? Yeah, that's true. Or if you do that weird thing that you, what is it, where they swim in the sea and grease them out with goose butter. <laughs> goose butter? <laughs> Have you ever seen someone trying to milk a goose? <laughs> I don't even know what goose butter is. Do you? <laughs> Let's just go back to that. Someone's milked a goose. Oh, oh like, thanks. Obviously, yeah. you want to get milk goose. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, so, yeah I, don't, anyway. I don't know if I fancy um a man with no hair under his armpits but then this is interesting because i'm about to tell you about the history of um oh the history of but that also goes to show that that's another like fashion trend that's changed in the last few years for men to all of a sudden be like oh my god i've got to be really conscious about my body hair 
Um, yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Rob is very hairy. Is uh, Steve quite hairy? Uh, Steve, when I met him, he was he had no hair on his goddamn body. Really? Just just the pubic region, um, and then and obviously legs and armpit. You know, he had hair in all the normal places. But as he's got older, his chest has got hairy, which I really like. I'm just um, he has wings on his back, small, very small wings, which I'm not the biggest fan of back hair. I have to say. Yeah, that's Rob's got those as well. He's got quite a hairy back. It doesn't. It kind of doesn't really bother me. It depends who no, it's on. It doesn't on. bother me so much that I divorce him. No, I've had I've shaved it for him a couple of times on his request. Um, I'm not bothered about it. But yeah, he's he used to be he used to be a lot more uh, rigorous with his hair maintenance. Did old Robert. Well, um, Steve went through a phase of feeling a little bit uh, paranoid about his chest hair. I've, I love it on him. But he was like, have you ever seen that scene at a 40-year-old virgin where he gets waxed? <laughs> yeah. So with the very similar kind of scenario that happened at home with Steve and I, because he was like, his brother had got his wife to wax him. And Steve was like, I, I just feel a little bit insecure about my body hair. I was like, well, I'll wax it. He was like, meh. No, I'm not sure about that. And then the next thing he knew, I'd throat punched him onto the bed and had a wax strip on his chest before he'd even had the chance to say he didn't want me to do it. And um, yeah, it, it, I took off two strips and neither of them were in any form of order. One was like symmetrically <laughs> laying across his body and one was like vertically laying down his body. <laughs> And uh, one was over the nipple and it was just so bad, so bad. And he was, the first strip that I yanked off of him, I didn't do a one, two, three. And then the second time he was like, he grabbed my hand, he went, Laura, please count me in, count me in. (laughs) And then after that, he's never let me touch him again. And he's just quite accepting of his body hair now. Yeah, I think it's easier to be when you are a man anyway. It's just, yeah. it's, it's a social construct, really. Um, if Steve doesn't give a fuck about how hairy I am, I highly doubt he cares about how hairy he is. Well, that's what I was just going to ask. How is he about your hair? He wouldn't care if I plaited it. As long as I was, he was allowed to touch my breasts, he doesn't care. Yeah, I, that's, that's been my overriding experience too with men, is that they just don't really seem to care. But then I said that, on my stories earlier and I had quite a few women reply and say that they had been shamed by <gasps> ex-boyfriends about their hair that's which, bullshit I know it is isn't it it's like you know it makes me cross that they feel entitled to do that to another woman how fucking dare they how fucking dare you oh my um, god well what Rob's done to me on several occasions he doesn't care either but we were having a lovely little lunch and uh, we were out in a cafe and the sunlight was coming in and he was looking at me all really intensely and lovingly and forward and I genuinely thought he was going to kiss me and he just pulled a whisker on my chin and was like oh you got you've got a hair there I was like you fucking wanker and then do you know what he did today when he I said to him oh we're I'm gonna go and record podcast it's about hair and he came upstairs and uh was giving me a little neck massage we were having a chat and then he said um I actually noticed that you had um a really long hair on your upper lip a couple of days ago <laughs> and the worst thing is that i had fucking seen it this morning when i was in the mirror for how the irony of today that we're about to do this podcast so can we make a pact that if we're together and we ever see facial hair on each other we'll just be like mate just to let you know you might want to get the tweezers on that bad boy 100 <laughs> percent. we need to be that person a hundred percent it's always i always notice that kind of shit do you yeah and that's why i'm super paranoid about mine because it's been since having toby that my facial hair and i say it like i've got a fucking full-on hagrid beard i don't 
but it's like my facial hair's definitely got worse since having Toby. And I thought it would just all fall out, but it didn't. No, I'd say the same for my facial hair. It's, I, I never used to really have any, but now I've got, and it's like a fuzz. It's just, yes. I don't even think you'd be able to do it, electrolysis or anything like that on it. You just got to accept having a little peach face. That's what it's like. It's horrible. And like you say, it's our, as women, we feel like we have to go through this fucking turmoil to be accepted and, and loved and adored by men oh, no. and society because you know it's not just men that are judgmental over hairy women it's women too it's other women so let me tell you so this this all just just feeds really nicely into the story of how we became so fucking obsessed with removing body hair this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. So prior to 1915, body hair on a woman was a non-issue. It wasn't a thing. Um, a lot of that was due to the fact that the fashion was very modest anyway. Women were mm. completely covered up. They had pretty much from their neck down, there was no flesh visible other than the hands and the face. That was it. Um, but then when old Mr. Gillette, oh yeah, um, he realized that women were big consumers of products, especially of beauty products. And as the fashion started to change, so the dresses got a bit shorter. And this was the main thing. It started with armpit hair. So the, the sleeves on dresses became short and it started having like short sleeved um, dresses or like quite opaque fabric. So you could see that sort of part of you. Um, but he decided, oh, this would be an excellent opportunity to take advantage of the fact that they're showing more flesh. And let's make it really shameful to have body hair. So um, the first advert that ever appeared was in a magazine, uh, Harper's Bazaar. Wow. We all know that one. Still yeah. exists, doesn't it? Yeah. And the, the language that they use, I was having a look at some of the adverts, was so, it was like, so, it makes me so angry. So yeah. it was, the message was, a woman of refinement um, would, should remove, and this is how they refer to it, objectionable body hair. And they kept referring to it as an embarrassing personal problem. So essentially, adver advertising is the reason that we remove hair. Um, so that, that was the armpit hair. And then it moves on a bit later into sort of the 40s. Uh, and women used to wear tights back then as well. So that was fine because you can disguise as you discover. As, as I a, well, as know. As I well child, know. You just wear tights to disguise yeah. your leg hair. Uh, but then pinups came in, um, which we all know those sexy little minxes, and they mm. exposed a lot of flesh. So just the more flesh that was on display with fashion and whatever, that was just obviously the Gillette and other shaving people that brands. It was an it was an incentive to push shaving those areas as well. And then World War Two happened, and the rations in nylon meant that the tights were really difficult to get hold of, um, and women just used to dye their legs instead so they dye them with you know like a it was almost like fake tan i suppose and then draw the little line at the back for the seam but to wow. get that look they had to shave their legs to do it that's incredible and it? it's so fascinating all this stuff that is it's, really fascinating yeah 
Um, especially because you realise how much of like this whole thing is just driven by consumer consumerism, a male consumer, a male market. consumerism. So it's it's like we've been told as women by a fucking man who mm-hmm. just wants to make money out mm-hmm. of us yeah. that you know this thing that and is, shame us. It's all about shaming us. Um, mm. So if you think that that started in 1915, so then by 1964 there was a, a survey in America. And it indicated that 98% of all American women between the ages of 15 to 45 were routinely shaving their legs. So that's how much of an impact it had. That's 98%. So I I kind of feel like I'm part of a bigger um, sort of fighting back community of women that go, I'm not going to shave every week. Damn, I'm not even going to shave every month. Sometimes I'm just going to leave it for fucking months and months on end. Exactly. I mean, it's the thing. It's it's so natural. It's natural. It's our natural state to be in is to be hairy bitches. Yeah. (laughs) So let's just fucking embrace it. Yeah, but I still, I feel so indoctrinated. I am indoctrinated as well. I went to go get a massage today and I was like, I'm going to shave. Yeah, exactly. Because there's an element of it and... It is, it is a hard thing to break because, it, like you say, it's ingrained in who we are as people that we can't shift our mindset to go, fuck it, I'm going to go hairy. I'm just, I'm not, I'm going to go to the bathing area of a, you know, public swimming facility and I will have my pubic hair hanging out. But in actual fact, that's quite a difficult thing to get your head round when you don't feel confident or, or comfortable yeah. and then you go well who am I doing this for if I'm pushing boundaries because I want to go against what you know society says I should do but it's making me feel uncomfortable then it's kind of like not doing the job that it's meant to have done in the first place exactly you and know? I think we've we've been we've seen we see so many images of smooth hairless women yeah that you cannot help but have that sort of programmed into your ideal of what beautiful is it's well, really hard to julia to roberts that. julia yes. roberts in the late 90s with her hairy armpit that Obviously. was fucking massive news yeah oh my god she had a hairy armpit she had a hairy fucking armpit and people were like <gasps> no julia yeah. roberts she went to the red carpet how lazy are you and it's like oh my fucking god yeah. jesus fucking wept guys there are far more important things to be addressing than julia roberts fucking armpit but then I think the reason it was so shocking is that because it is uh, shaking the patriarchy up a bit, isn't it? It is. And, saying, yeah. and people don't, people are threatened by it. And it's like, yeah. no, no, you're not allowed to have an opinion and hairy armpits. Yeah. You must buy our products. <laughs> I, I, you know what? After those facts, I think we should probably potentially move on to a couple of stories. Yes, definitely. Let's do it. I'd love you to go first. Oh, right, I love this. Okay, this is a great one. Um, I once went crazy with the IMAC, or we should say V, formerly known as IMAC. Um, it was my birthday and we were all going out, so I decided to slaver the stuff everywhere from labia to bum crack. Turns out <laughs> they say not to leave it over 10 minutes for a very valid reason. Fucking 10 minutes, that is ages. That's hardcore. So, yeah, all the hair was gone, but it also stripped off half of my asshole. Oh. And anyway, <laughs> having tried to soothe myself, I got into my white birthday dress. <gasps> Fast forward two hours, and my ass started oozing watery yellow pus fluid right oh. through my dress. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Happy birthday to you the shame oh and i couldn't sit down for a fucking week still shudder when i see any hair removal creams in the shops <laughs> so did she did she effectively have a, 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 like an infected asshole for it i think so the 
I so I have had a very similar experience. I didn't leave it on for too long, but I imacked when I was nine months pregnant, and it was a, a few days before my due date, and I hadn't even attempted any sort of bush, bush maintenance, and was like, okay, I need to sort this out because I'm literally going to have three women's faces in my flange. Yeah. So I did an imac, which was so impossible anyway, because when you're that massive, you can't see no. anything, can you? No. So I had to kind of use a hand mirror and angle it. So I was squatting over. It was the whole thing was disturbing. I, I, I'd never want to see my pregnant vulva ever again. Um, so I think it had put on about four stone of the of the <laughs> four, four and a half stone that I gained. Yeah, <laughs> four stone went on my Volvo. It was huge, and I put it on. It was all fine. And then I think because I was so big, I couldn't like maintain because you've got to stand in that stupid fucking crab position as well, haven't you? When you put the feet on, you can't just close your legs <laughs> and sit down. You've got to stand the like a crab. Visual of you pregnant doing that. <laughs> exactly. it's- quite something Victoria <laughs> but I couldn't hold it because I was so I was just I just weighed so much I was like I can't fucking hold it so I kept coming out of this squat to kind of you know just give myself a break but <laughs> by doing that by going like up and down in this little squat I at, with my massive bulbous midge I'd, I'd kind of like squish the cream right up my anus without realizing <laughs> so it was God. all up my bum and you're not supposed to use it on the <laughs> anal area and then when I it started to burn I was like fucking hell this is really burning that's never yeah. happened before I took it all off and like this poor woman it was like it had removed the top layer of skin on, on my bum hole and oh. it was burnt red it was bright red it was so it was so painful so that I, I feel her pain mine didn't ooze but i went into the labor like two days later with a still bright red anus which i'm sure they wouldn't have minded because they've seen it all haven't they but i was so conscious of it at first like, <laughs> my bum hole awful awful never ever ever immaculate anus that's my I, advice yeah i mean i i personally i think my pubes are so hardcore that it literally doesn't matter what i do it doesn't bring the hair off really yeah my my pubic hair is like a trojan like it can't be taken down you're like like a sort of like medical I've got curiosity the, i've got like the arnold schwarzenegger of uh, vagina hair Terminator. Um, <laughs> it will be back because it didn't go anywhere in the first place. Oh, exactly. Oh, that's so that's so distressing. That poor bitch. I know. I, uh, and on her birthday, a, a white dress. Never wear white. Never that's my rule in life. Ever. No, especially I don't own. Day. I mean, that's that's actually not even a thing. <laughs> it's in America, isn't it? Although, good. This is funny. We're Oliver's birth, which was at home. Um, one of the uh, midwives turned up who I didn't know. And um, she showed up before my midwife, who I sort of like knew and trusted. And she was so hilariously blasé about the whole thing. She just seemed like she wasn't bothered at all. But she was wearing white jeans. Oh, my God. I know. And as a woman who's about to spur out litres and litres of uterus juice, juice, blood and placenta, you've decided to wear white skinny jeans. Are you mental? She's confident. She's so (laughs) So confident confident in her delivery as a a midwife that she doesn't need fuck all. Well, the funniest part of it was that Rob was not stopped talking about it every time that she left the room he was like fee she's got white jeans on I'm like yeah uh, i've got a baby coming out of my vagina right now mate i don't care 
um yeah never wear white and never ever wax your in fact i have waxed my bum hole once it was really fucking painful i just it's a very sensitive area me and roland the um anal rat are gonna be friends forever yeah definitely um have you got a little story for me i do have a little story actually um so i have to say it's almost spooky that you told your story of your own experience yeah because it is incredibly similar but it made me laugh so uh here we go i was going out for a night out with some friends and a guy who i really fancied had to come back had just come back from traveling we were both single for the first time as one of us was always in a relationship I knew I wanted to get with him, but didn't want the temptation of sleeping with him straight away. So I thought, I won't shave. Anyway, a few hours later, I went back to his dad's house where he, where he was living and surprise, surprise, we started getting frisky. In my drunken state, I panicked and I remember I hadn't shaved. So I went to the bathroom, picked up a razor, quickly shaved my legs and bits and got down to it. The next morning, I heard his dad complaining that there were loads of pubes in his racer. <laughs> and he was having a go at the guy that I had slept with for using it. Oh. I was mortified and I left quickly. <laughs> so, but that's the other thing with having ginger pubes, right? I could never do that. I would <laughs> never get away with it. <laughs> like, I mean, hang on a minute. Rob loses pubes in this house, left, right, and centre. There, there are pubes everywhere in this house. I found one on the butter once. I was like, what are you? Are you dipping your balls in Lurpak, you dirty bastard? You say that, you know what? Steve's brothers, they used to live in a house together, and then Steve lived there for a while, and the house was fucking grim. Oh and I went God. to grab a knife, and there were three pubic hairs on one oh. knife. You know, and you're like, what are you doing with that butter knife, guys? It drives me mad. It drives me mad. And he's always like, oh, it's not my. I'm like, well, it clearly is because mine are luminous orange, mate. So we'd know if it was mine. It's not mine. And there's nobody else in this house with fucking pubes. No, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've got another funny story. Hit me. Hit me. Uh, All right. So I was temping in a law firm and some really scary lady lawyer was talking to me when I noticed that she had a really long hair on her top. I'm a bit OCD about hairs on people's clothes and always appreciative when someone else pulls them off me. It was distracting me. So I decided to pull it off her top for her. So I pulled it, but it was attached to her fucking neck. So as I yanked it, I pulled her skin too and she screamed and nearly hit me as it gave her such a fright. The hair didn't come off, so I had to sort of let go of it and then pat it back into place on her top again. (laughs) She was mortified, as was I. It still makes my armpits prickle to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I I have something similar. I didn't touch it. But I had an old boss of mine who was a, so scary that like she was a really intimidating woman and I was terrified of her. And we were outside one day and I mean, you can't even make this up. There was really bright sunlight and I looked at her and she had this massive hair from her chin. It was huge. I reckon it was about seven centimetres. It was that big. So then, <laughs> like you got your ruler out. It was good literally, no, this is the best part. There was a spider on the end of it. <laughs> A fucking spider. And then I was like, oh God, how do you break it to someone that they've got a a seven centimetre hair sticking out of their chin that just happens to have a spider attached to it? And then it's like, is the spider making a web from her chin hair? Or 
Is it? But it was. It was genuinely. It was her hair because it, there wasn't just one there. There was fucking shitloads of them. But the spider had just attached to this particular one, and I couldn't stop staring at it. It was all. And she was talking to me, and I was literally like, "Yeah, I'm not listening to anything you're saying. Can't stop staring at your spider hair because that is wigging me out." <laughs> that woman's hair on her neck was obviously but it must have been a head hair that had reattached on her neck i'm guessing it was that fucking long i don't know mate if you left one of my stray hairs i reckon if i left it it would go that long why not she must not have known that it was there she's just be leaving that and laying with the sharks over under her chin (laughs) 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 oh my god it's the fact that she's empathetic I know, like, ah, ha, 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 okay. It was a funny joke that time when I nearly yanked the chin. I'd be so grateful for you to be ding dong in my chin hair if it was that long that it was graspable to, to pull off. Well, with Rob around, he'll let you know as soon as it's about one and a half centimetres, he'll be right Whereas in Steve there. Wouldn't. Oh, Laura, Steve wouldn't ever mention would he not it. point it out? No, because he wouldn't notice it. I could have a chin hair down to my vagina and he wouldn't notice it. <laughs> what if it had a spider on it? and i know it's um it's bad but she was so mean yeah she was such a mean boss she was horrible to everyone and it just it just really it was so satisfying seeing it <laughs> just dangling swaying just dangling. in the wind <laughs> like having a great time it was like charlotte's web i wouldn't but my eyes Charlotte's would be so did. bulbous where i'd be staring at the spider that i, think I know i'm not subtle. too much attention to it yeah no, i was subtle not either i was not subtle i'm never subtle <laughs> you know what we haven't even talked about and i wanted to include this i put it on my list of stuff to talk about nipple hair um nipple beards a nipple beard yeah i get nipple hair do you how, are you talking fair or dark? No, I don't have dark ones. It's the one place on my body where it decides to be dark. Oh, really? Yeah, it's so bizarre. I never used to have them until I, again, it's the old pregnancy hormones just fucking yeah. us up. Um, I started getting them when I was pregnant with Oliver and then they've just flourished into a little hairy areola hat. Yeah. They're always there. Every time I look at my tits, which isn't that often, I guess. No, but I don't... like. Are, are you talking like a long five centimetre chin hair with a spider hanging off of it? Or, <laughs> <laughs> or are we talking about a little bit of, you know, overgrown stubble black hair? Um, they're like pubes out my tits, basically. Well, I've got pubes at the back of my legs, mate, so... I know. You know. I know, but isn't it worse on your boobs? Imagine getting a mouthful of that when... I mean, no one's sucking on my tits anymore, but... <laughs> Rob might one day if I let him. <laughs> so nipple hair. So I think it's the one area in terms of hair removal that's quite a tricky one to deal with because mm. you can't really wax it, can you? Because it's not. I mean, a man's nipple I can get round, but a girl's nipple, more no, no. fucking. It's a lot of space there and out. I mean, my nipples are like fucking saucers. So yeah. Can you imagine I, I, putting a wax strip over that? Makes my, that actually makes me feel like I'm going to hyperventilate. Someone told me. Uh, well, someone replied to. It was. It's not a story. She just said that she did her own bush with those wax strips, put it on, and for some reason decided to go outside in the garden for a lie down, and then fell asleep for an hour and a half <gasps> with all the wax strips. <gasps> <laughs> Still attached. Who does that? Like, you know, those wax strips are huge. They're like, you know, it's like half a size of A5 paper. That is on either side of a minge. Fucking hell. Someone else also said that they they left feet on their on the end of their pubes, not realizing, and it dyed them. It bleached them. 
Really? It didn't take them off. It just bleached them. So she had like two-tone 90s boy band hair. <laughs> that's, um, very, that's, that's very like <laughs> modern, isn't it? Um, what, what is the term for like when you do it on your hair? There's like Tinting? A, is, it, Tips. Om, is it ombre? <laughs> ombre. Ombre. I'm pretty sure you've probably made to say it in a much more exotic way than ombre. <laughs> um, I actually have, I do actually have a story if you want me to share it. Yes, please. Would you like it? Uh, I was a teen in college and started seeing someone new who I really liked. I was also close with another guy in my year who had no fucking idea how to act around a new flame. We were outside college on a bench in a group uh, in the sun. The boy that I liked was a little distance away from me, but thank God he didn't hear what was coming next. We were chilling, making the most of the summer's day when my said friend turned around to me and said, you do realise that you have nose hair protruding from your nostrils, don't you? In front of everyone. (laughs) What a cunt. I then made a quick dash to the toilet, trying to physically take the hairs out by yanking them as hard as I could with my own bare hands. Oh, desperation. Just so that I could get little bastards out. Long story short, the boy that I was seeing didn't find out, but a good friend did and made me feel better by saying that she had a third nipple, which (laughs) weirdly did make me feel loads better while I sat there with stinging, watering eyes because I had physically battered my nostrils in the toilet while having a breakdown. <laughs> fucking nose hair. That guy though. <laughs> I mean, all, okay, we've so we've all had that is, friend situation yes. where they they don't, they don't get the subtlety of shut the fuck up and whisper. Or like, just just also maybe not then. Just tell them later. Not at yeah. that exact. Or point. write it on a note. I'm or guessing. Write, yeah, that's phones, good. Right on a mobile note. phones must have been around by then. Send a text. <gasps> just send a little text, babes. Uh, you got a spider hanging off your. <laughs> nose beard you, you have literally monkeys <laughs> hanging from your fucking nostrils <laughs> have you ever tried to pluck a hair barehanded yeah from my bikini line but i've not actually got a protruding nostril hair do you have a protruding nostril no hair? i no, haven't i don't have those um they're not protruding yeah. yet i'm sure they no. will do just add to the list of annoying hair well the thing is i'm not massively on it with the whole girl thing so i'm shit at doing my eyebrows i kind i don't know how to do them mate i don't i can't get my head around how to shape them without them looking like massive slugs and then when i try to pencil them in it literally looks like one of my kids has hacked me with the fucking crayons (laughs) yeah i'm the same i'm not big crazy on the eyebrow sitch um but mine are literally like a chimpanzee's little finger they're just (laughs) there and i don't want them to be like that i want them to be manicured but i don't know how to do it see my eyebrows are so pale they are it looks like i have no eyebrows when i leave them naturally so it just looks like i've got this massive extended forehead i will find you the picture of me when i was clubbing for my or out one night for my hen do it was like someone had got a wax strip and waxed both eyebrows off because they <laughs> weren't there me. it looks so bad it looks so fucking bad <laughs> Did I tell you about um, the time that I got my eyebrows dyed? Probably the first time I ever had them dyed. And I don't know why I thought this was a good idea. Um, Three weeks before I got married and I went to the beauticians, had them done professionally and she left me for a really long time. And I was in the seat thinking, this has been a really long time. I'm not sure that you're supposed to put it on for that long. She came back, wiped it off. was like, oh, it looks nice. Gave me the mirror. Two massive black caterpillars she'd done it in black which it was awful i mean i can't 
I can't even describe how more. Did how, you cry? Oh, did you cry? I was, oh yeah, I <laughs> that's, cried. That's stressful. My eyes out. I was like, oh my fucking god! <laughs> so I was getting married in three in three weeks' time. But the worst thing was, I walked into the house and Rob burst out laughing. <laughs> that would have made me laugh hard, uh, cry harder. <laughs> it was horrendous. I looked like Groucho Marx. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It was oh, it was awful. Yeah, I mean, the whole hair situation is a plight. I feel. It's just ever evolving. There's just new hairs sprouting left, right, and centre every single day on my body. <laughs> yeah. But you know, as we've said, we're all in it. There are so many, and I think, like, especially if you have things like polycystic ovaries, like that can really impact your hair growth, can't it? It can make your hair yeah. like, really, really dark. So, like that sort of thing, and it's so embarrassing. But like you said, it's it's so normal and natural for women to actually have fucking body hair. It's not we're not designed to not be fucking born with it yeah i think it's just you just have to embrace it don't you and, yeah. it, and also it's a, it's a part of being a woman it's part of getting older too yeah you just become more like a man as you get older yeah um, you know what i just I truly I, I can't wait for the menopause no <laughs> what a gift i'm sure that'll be more hair yeah definitely it's the bloody testosterone that's what it is the bloody yeah. testosterone so your estrogen um i guess reduces when you have yeah. go through the menopause and then you just yeah essentially a man yeah. with boobs although rob's got boobs so you know i think my nipples are hairier than his to be fair <laughs> i mean i can't believe we've had a whole uh, podcast about hair and i haven't once mentioned the fact that rob owns the hairiest bum hole that i've ever seen no one <laughs> no one's ever seen the flesh of his sphincter I just wonder why dense. you have got as close as you have to his bum fluff. Sweetheart, I don't need to get close. He'll be standing up and it's hanging out of his backside, just giving me a little wave from across the room. Hello! <laughs> so hairy. It's insane. What a lucky, lucky girl you are. <laughs> and on that beautiful note, I think we're probably going to have to wrap up, mate. And I yeah. would like everybody's final thought of this podcast to be about Rob's hairy arsehole. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. Just let that or sit with our you non-existent minute. eyebrows, your hairy nipples, and my puby back legs. Oh my god, what a sexy trio! <laughs> we <laughs> really are. <laughs> we are giving away so much. Um, it's been such a good episode. I've really enjoyed it. I love, I, I love I've having these so things. Much. Laughed so much. Learned a lot about your body hair and yours. Got some mental images that I'll never erase from my mind. Uh, so have I. You fucking your nipples for a start. <laughs> but <laughs> never to imac your bumhole. Sorry, Veet. Let's get the terminology yeah. correct. Never, ever imac your bumhole. Never, never, never. And uh, next week, looking forward to welcoming on another guest. Yeah. Who is it? Who is it, it, Laura? It is Isma Almas. Uh, she is a hilarious, amazing uh, comedian, and we are very, very, very excited to have her on. Yeah, she's like a full-blown professional stand-up for kids. No fucking We'd about with her. Better just try and be our funniest, then, Laura. Well, we're going to put out um, a little thing on our stories on the No Holes Bard feed in the next couple of days, just asking for your input. Yeah. Any questions that you want us to ask her? um you know the deal you know the deal and can i say i mean i hate doing this but i'm gonna do it anyway um would you please leave us a review on um apple because they really help us um somehow 
<laughs> I really thought that because you started out quite serious that you were really talking it up like you had got some amazing info. No, I've got no info. No, it, it just helped. It bumps us up, I think. So if you leave us a review, we'll love you forever. And, and if you you've can... already left a review, you know, hey, fuck it, leave another one, right? Oh, wait a minute. What have we, what we got we to do? Have, we, got, we, have, we haven't we done have, our thing. We haven't done our bit yet. You're jumping oh, the gun, Jesus, love. sorry. Go on So then. if you want to send us any stories, reach out to us or get in contact with us, you can find us on Instagram at our No Holes Barred podcast page and you can DM us or what else can they do, Victoria? Or you can send us an email at uh, noholesbarredpodcast at gmail.com And now we're ready to say goodbye. Yeah, now we're definitely going to say goodbye and we're going to say see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Ta-ra, ta-ra. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.